Hello, Golden Chatters, and welcome to Golden Chat. When you join the Golden Chat, you join the Jesus Chat and experience a way out message for a way out world. Please note that Dr. D's doctorate is in clinical psychology and not in theology. Therefore, her thoughts on Jesus are from her own journey. Also, this podcast is in no way meant to be any type of psychotherapy and is not a substitute for actual psychotherapy. Hey there, are you ready for another episode of Golden Chat? Yes, this is actually the 13th episode that we're doing, and congratulations for joining me. This is Dr. D, your host, and today we're going to talk about a topic called social anxiety, and this is a very interesting topic that a lot of people can relate to, feeling like they're anxious in social situations or around other people. And we'll be discussing some ways to handle this, too. First of all, I'd like to share with you a verse from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, you know, we need to let God know how we feel and what we would like and if we're feeling anxious about something, we need to let God handle it. As I often say, do your best and let God do the rest. Now, let's take an example. Let's say, for example, that you have social anxiety, as they would call it, and you're at a party and you feel like you've said something dumb. Okay, that would be what we call in cognitive therapy, cognitions or thoughts. Something we call in cognitive therapy, the activating event. Now, these are not my words, but um, the words of some of the founding fathers of cognitive therapy, which includes Aaron T. Beck, M.D., so the activating event would be having said something that you think is dumb. All right, that's the activating event. Now, that's A. We're going to go through A, B, C, D, and E. Let me tell you what each of those are first before we go further. There's the activating event. There's the belief that you have or beliefs, plural, and those are usually irrational. Then C is consequence, the emotional consequence that you have after saying those beliefs to yourself. D is disputing the irrational beliefs. And then E, I'd like to add, is the emotion that you feel after having disputed the irrational beliefs. So let's just start with the activating event again. You said something to the other person. Say that say this it was something very specific and um, something tangible. Like you said something 
and they gave you a weird look. Okay? That's the activating event. The belief. Okay, let's say that you said your, your first irrational belief is, I said something dumb. Okay? Second, this person will think I'm dumb. Third, everyone will think I'm dumb. And fourth, I will get kicked out of this party. <laughs> I don't know if anybody could ever get kicked out of a party, but that's what this person thought. Okay, now, what we're going to do is look at, those were the beliefs, what we're going to do is look at C, the consequence. Well, if you said all of these things to yourself, I said something dumb, this person will think I'm dumb, everyone will think I'm dumb, and I will get kicked out of the party, how would you feel? Probably depressed and more anxious, right? Okay, next, dispute. Okay, we are going to actually dissect this. We're going to do kind of a cognitive autopsy on these beliefs and see which ones, if any, make sense. Number one, I said something dumb. Well, now that is really a question of opinion. It's a matter of opinion whether or not you said something dumb. You don't know for sure that it was, but you could say even if, this is what we call a dispute handle, even if blank, it doesn't mean blank. So in other words, even if I said something dumb, it does not mean that my life at the, my time at the party is over. Okay. Number two, this person will think I'm dumb. What do you think about that? Again, irrational because you're mind reading. You don't know. You're not a fortune teller. You're just a regular person who made a, a weird comment that maybe the other person thought was weird. We don't know. Do they think you're dumb? You don't know. So you would have to say, even though they're, even though this person gave me a weird look, it doesn't mean that I think they think I'm dumb. They just may not know what I meant. Hmm. Now that could be a plausible explanation. Number three. Belief number three, everyone will think I'm dumb. Now, that's really a jump. But for people who are anxious and depressed, it's not a big jump at all to come up with superlatives. Anytime you find yourself saying something like everyone, everything, always, never, watch out. Because that's probably something that is irrational. Also, watch out for that as an aside. Watch out for that in having conversations with your mate because that can cause a lot of problems saying superlatives. So again, everyone will think I'm dumb. Well, again, now we're going to use another dispute handle. The other one that I told you was even though. This one is just because. Just because this person gave me a weird look does not mean that they think I'm dumb, and it certainly doesn't mean that everyone at the party thinks I'm dumb. Number four, I will get kicked out of the party. Well, 
Of course, the chances of that happening are very unlikely. You may decide to leave just because you want to, but you're, it's very unlikely that you're going to get kicked out of the uh, party, so to speak. So those are the disputes. Now, your next step is E, which is the emotion that you feel after the, disputing those irrational beliefs. Now, compare how you feel now. Probably you would feel a lot better and a lot more calm about the situation compared to how you felt in C, which was the emotional consequence of the irrational beliefs. Now I'd like to present to you a technique developed by Dr. Stephen C. Hayes called Comprehensive Distancing, or Big D for short. Now, as you know, you don't need me to tell you that when you have anxiety, the more you fight it, the worse it gets. And that's one of the tricky things about anxiety disorders because you... Um, it's hard to know what to do. Okay, this technique capitalizes on the fact that the more you fight the anxiety, the worse it gets. By how? How does it do that? It does that by increasing your tolerance of the anxiety. So it involves two basic steps that you can say to yourself. Again, this is cognitive therapy, and we are training our thoughts to think differently. The first step in comprehensive distancing is to say, okay, I acknowledge that I'm feeling anxious. That's number one. Number two, but I don't have to let it control my behavior. Okay, so you see there are two steps. One, I acknowledge that I'm feeling anxious. And two, but I don't have to let it control my behavior. Now what I'd like you to do is just imagine that you're at a picnic and you're lying back on a blanket. You've had a nice meal and now you're just staring up at the sky. It's a clear blue sky and suddenly a big white puffy cloud appears. Instead of being upset that it's ruined your blue sky, what I'd like you to do is to just think to yourself, okay, I acknowledge that I am seeing that big white puffy cloud, but I don't have to let it ruin my good time. Here, the puffy cloud is your anxiety. And what you'll find that you do, once you learn how to tolerate the anxiety, you'll get to the point where it doesn't bother you so much. You just notice it. It's like noticing that big white puffy cloud just gradually fade into the distance. You notice it, you and you notice the anxiety, but you just say to yourself, Okay, I acknowledge that I'm feeling anxious, but I don't have to let it control my behavior. And then you just continue on your way. Now, it's going to take a lot of repetition to get this going. You know, those neuronal pathways need to be formed. And what I'd like you to do is repeat those two phrases to yourself. 
until you get to the point where you can tolerate the anxiety. And what will happen gradually is that you will get to the point where the, uh, the anxiety just fades away. In fact, you may just go about your business and not have even noticed it and then come up and say, hey, wait a minute, where's the anxiety? What happened? That's what will happen. So these are some tips that I thought I'd just throw your way. Again, this is not a substitute for actual psychotherapy, so please keep that in mind. It's just some tips that I thought you might appreciate and enjoy. If you would like further information, go to my website at goldenchat.net. That's right, goldenchat.net. Please note that any client examples used on Golden Chat are purely fictitious and any similarity between those and actual clients is purely coincidental. Hey, 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 thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to Golden Chat and tell your friends to subscribe too. For more information about Dr. D, head on over to goldenchat.net. Again, head on over to goldenchat.net. Remember, when you join the Golden Chat, you join the Jesus Chat and experience a message for a way It's gonna be a double knockout, my love. Come with me if you choose. We love all God's children up here, but without us, you're sure to lose. Knockout.